SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. From Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. to the races. It's a brand new week on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. We're hanging in Vegas. Chris Bavona, our producer, is in New York. Derby's in the books. Money goes to money. Baffert does it again. John Velasquez does it again. We'll kind of dissect the Derby in our next segment and look ahead to the Preakness, where something cool did happen that doesn't usually happen. And we'll tell you what that is. So we had the Derby. We had NBA. We had hockey. We had baseball. We had golf. Sam Burns got the win. Kyle Busch won a NASCAR race. Kind of a crazy weekend. And we're all pretty stoked here for the stretch run of the NHL season. Literally, that's just about to end. And the Stanley Cup playoffs will commence. When is... And a question that has to be answered very soon, one would think, from the NHL. And we'll get into that because you've got Vancouver, who's going to play a week past most of the team's ending, but now their games and the majority of their games against Calgary are on the back end. And Calgary looks like they've driven off a cliff. So could the playoffs actually begin before the regular season ends? is an absolute possibility in the NHL. I don't know that they would cancel those games if they're rendered meaningless, but they may. And then we got the border and all the other stuff to deal with. But we're off to the races here. Brand new week. Stevie Slapshot is here. Follow me at Brian Blessing. Follow Steve at Stevie Slapshot. Chris is back in New York. How was your weekend? Let's start with that. Uh, Normal. Regular old week. I, I don't. Nothing I did a lot of sleeping, to tell you the truth. I caught up, caught up on some. Well, that sleep. should really bode well for today's show. Good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one interesting thing. By the way, Chris's Knicks nine and one in their last ten. They're on fire. And did you? Would you have guessed? I, I saw this the other day. Carmelo Anthony is is now like within ten points of being number ten all time. In the NBA and scoring, he'll pass all the We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. 
Now I know why they've been so bad for so long. <laughs> How old is that song? Mr. Bavona? I, that song started in like 1993. That's about the time they drove off a cliff. Don't remind me. I was still a child back then. See, you don't understand. Okay, that song, that didn't help. I don't think you can win with a bad anthem singer. Hence, the Sabres haven't made the playoffs for a decade. And the right, guy, the right. guy that, sings the song, right? But, but the, the anthem singer matters. That's the Sabres' only problem, is the anthem singer. It's more if, of, it's, if, it's, if only they had that right, uh, they'd I, be a juggernaut. You think I'm kidding? I'm telling you. <laughs> Ottawa had the Sarge. They were, they were good for a long time. Kate Smith with the Flyers. Last time the Sabres went to the Cup, they had the, the Irish tenor guy. that Remember the Irish tenor dude that sang the anthems for the Yankees right after 9-11? Uh, Ronan Tynan. What's his name? Yeah, Ronan Tynan. Ronan Tynan? Yep. Yeah. He was, I, I wanted to see Kate Smith. The anthem matters, man. I wanted to see Kate Smith get on the ice with the Broad Street Boys. I think she could have knocked some people around. Oh, oh well, I think she could have been you know, probably on the fourth line. <laughs> she, yeah, she she could have been on the off. She could have been on right wing with Dave Schultz. Absolutely, put her on a checking line. She'll finish those checks. Uh, how about the Blackhawks winning the cups with the with the Corneliusen guy? Yeah, that's he's the best of, the best ever, I think. Yeah. It's amazing when he sings the national yeah. anthem. I've I've got other guys up there with him. Who the the guy that sing, who's the guy for the Yankees, Chris? They were singing the national anthem oh, uh, in the oh, I can, 90s I can, and 2000s. And he was in the movie. He's in the. Uh, That's Ronan Tyan. Shep. No, 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 no. The older guy. Uh, oh, Bob Shepard. Thank you. No, Bob no, Shepard. The PA announcer. PA announcer. Anyway, he was fantastic too, as far as I'm concerned. Whoever, whoever I, you I, are. I, facially, I can picture the guy, and mm. now I'm trying to get his yeah. get his name. The anthem singer matters. By the way, while, while you're doing. It, Oh, I'm thinking ahead, of the guy. I'm thinking of the guy from the New York Rangers who always did the uh, the national anthem. He was great. I vaguely remember that. I, I but I I can't. I'm not even calling. He a just passed away, I believe. Sorry, sorry to hear that. So so the Knicks nine and one. Also the Denver Nuggets after the Jamal Murray. This shocks me. Robert Merrill. Robert Merrill. That's the guy I was thinking of. Uh, the the Nuggets nine and one with the Jamal Murray injury, and if they win tonight against the Lakers, they clinch a playoff spot. By the way, the Lakers may be without LeBron James again. All right, so we're off the race. You got a lot of injuries later. I do have some injuries. Yeah, that's what happens after a weekend. Yeah, Mondays, right? That you got two sheets of legal pad notes there. We're ready to go. We're gonna come back, recap the Kentucky Derby, a lot of cool things, and the NFL draft. By the way, Chuck Esposito will join us in hour number two. Glad to be with you. It's a brand new week on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius Channel 204. Stick around. Coming right back on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. with my microphone. Sorry. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Dr. Rydell told me not to be afraid of anybody. Can I ask you a question, though? Who's that pretty girl in that mirror there? What mirror where? Ah! Gotcha! <laughs> Goose from a Anger Management's one of those movies that's on the list. Whenever that, whenever that pops up, that's like okay, I've seen it. I'll watch it. Robert, look what Robert Merrill did to us on a Monday. <laughs> It got, it got Chris Bavone on his toes, our producer. Mm-hmm. All right, speaking of, to have him on his toes, he's always there for us. The first leg of the Triple Crown, Kentucky Derby Saturday, field of 19 go to post. Number 15 was Rock Your World, the Santa Anita Derby winner. I mean, but you talk about, had a great day Saturday. I want to thank Tony Neville, everybody over at Treasure Island. The atmosphere was unbelievable. The place was packed. And everybody's out having fun. It was normal. It really was. It was a normal big day in Las Vegas. So the Oaks was Friday, and I loved this horse past the champagne. And this is a horse that needs to be forwardly placed. The gate opens, and she's the number five. All I had was 510. 10 5 box. 10 wins the race. I'm still convinced she could have won this race. The gate opens. The four comes out. The six comes in. The five gets sandwiched at the gate and breaks dead last. And the horse needs over. Race over. 10 feet out of the gate. Rock your world. Those of you that are out there that bet the number 15, Rock Your World, who was, if I'm not mistaken, second choice in the race at like nine to two. The exact same thing happened. The gate opened, Rock Your World got rocked and breaks like 11th or 12th, stuck on the far outside coming by the Spires for the first time. His race was done. Medina Spirit goes to the front end, and the rest, as they say, is history. Let's give you a little flavor of what happened at the Derby. And ready for the start. They're off in the Kentucky Derby. 
and off to a solid beginning here and it will be Medina Spirit who comes out the best to take the early lead. Medina Spirit and Mandalone are stride for stride. Hot Rod Charlie and Essential Quality closing on the outside. The four of them come into the final furlong. Mandalone fighting for the front. Medina Spirit battles on. Hot Rod Charlie on the outside. Essential Quality on the far outside. The four of them coming to the finish in the Kentucky Derby. Here's the wire. Bob Baffert does it again. Medina Spirit has won the Kentucky Derby. Mandaloon was second. Hot Rod Charlie was third. Comus Essential Quality was With the call on NBC. He does, he does a great job. I mean, they talk about a tough act to follow, following who I believe was the greatest sports announcer for me personally of all time. Didn't matter the sport. Tom Durkin was amazing. Uh, and I get it. It's a field of 20. But he, he I thought he just spotted this, that Rock Your World got demolished. I mean, absolutely emulsified out of the gate because he went wire to wire, not wire to wire, gate to wire in the Santa Anita Derby. And everybody thought Rock Your World would be right out of the gate up front, and he got smashed, race over. So then Baffert comes in with, you know, a horse, Bob Baffert flying under the radars, won six derbies coming in. And after the race, John Velasquez, who's won his fourth derby now, said, you know, Medina Spirit didn't run that bad in the Derby because Rocky or San Anita Derby, Rocky World got to the front. He said, I was in a perfect cruising position, but I just thought there was no way this Rocky World would keep going, and he never came back to us. But they made the decision. They were going to the front, and that was all she wrote. And this Medina Spirit, in every race he's run, once the gate opens and they start running, a horse has never passed Medina Spirit. The belief was he wasn't quick enough to get to the front, and he got to the front. And it's a remarkable story that, you know, when these horses come out of the breeding shed, you know, some of these horses go for, you know, a million, million, four, I mean, massive purchases. The breeder of... Medina Spirit was going through a divorce at the time, and they said money was tight. So the horse goes to the sales, and everybody's looking at this horse, and, and, the, and the breeder said, ah, just get me whatever you can. Money's tight. This horse is standing there looking at everybody in the, in the, at the sales going, what's wrong with me? It's like, it's like he's got three legs. This horse went for $1,000. $1,000. And then finally, after, you know, he grew up a little bit, someone, a private purchase for $30,000 to cash a ticket on the Kentucky Derby winner. That is literally, that is lightning in a bottle. So what happened, Stevie, that I said that never happens, and I did a seminar Friday night out at Sunset Station, and we had a great time, and thanks to everybody that showed up for that. But I said, close your eyes and picture the last 30 derbies. And there's a handful of them where a Giacomo or a mine that bird comes from off the pace and wins the race. But the majority of them, 20 break from the starting gate, they get in deep stretch, and all of a sudden, the winner draws off and wins. There's a horse that maybe fades later, comes charging late, gets second, Outside chance for a battle for a second, 
But usually the battle is for third and fourth. And maybe there's like six horses, but they've spread themselves out. And then it's a gap of another dozen lengths back to the other 14 horses. And we're like, just once could there be three or four of them across the track at the wire. That means they won't scare all these horses off and the Preakness is a small field because the Derby winner wins so emphatically. Well, we kind of had that. Medina Spears just kept going. But you had Mandaloon, Hot Rod Charlie, and Essential Quality, who was unbeaten prior to that race. And we did think he'd get beat, but he'd be part of it. They were, you know, within a length of one another, which sets up what should be a pretty interesting preakness. But the the Derby, did, did you? You're a different animal, man. I shouldn't even. You know what? I'm not going to ask you, Stevie. I want to talk about lightning in a bottle. Sit there for a second. What do you do? I'm with not going to ask you. It's too hot. To I know. Touch. I'm going to. You're going to totally. If you have lightning in a bottle, can you lower your electric bill? You're going to totally implode this moment that is actually a moment because you live this bizarre existence. Chris Bavona, did you watch the Kentucky Derby? Absolutely. I love watching the Kentucky Derby. Okay. I mean, every, honestly, you know what? At Treasure Island. They played my old Kentucky home. They came on the track, and all these people are in the sports book and on the gaming floor, and they're applauding just when they come on the track. It's a remarkable thing. I mean, it is a it's a tradition. Okay, watch this, Stevie. Did you watch the Kentucky Derby? I did not. Okay, so to move on, I was going to the UFC. next point. Now, the Derby. It was great to have it back on the first Saturday in May, and it sh- it should promote a pretty good Preakness. Um, see how many actually. Come back out of the Derby. I think your Rock Your World will come back. We'll want another chance because he did not get to run his race. So that could be the very interesting subplot for that. Coming back on Vegas Sportsbook Radio with our pal Stevie Slapshot. I'm Brian Blessing. Chris Pavona, our producer. Glad to be with you on Series 204. Sports info is everywhere. We cut through. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Peaceful. We're waiting. You want to clue us in, Chris? Or it sounds like it has to do with horses. I just like I see horses walking yeah, on the farm the in the field. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You got to... my. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. Those guitar chords, in no way, shape, or form, gave any indication that was my old Kentucky. 
But I mean, for some no, reason. I, I, what? No, I like Kentucky Derby. You should know this song. Well, no, I, I actually like this version. This is good. But the little guitar stuff at the beginning didn't get tip off. It was my old Kentucky. Okay. All right. I'll get. All right. You got me there. Who is this, Chris? This, this is very good. Who is this? Give it to a dart at It's a nice version of it. I honestly don't know. I just. Yeah. It's good. I, really I like know. it. It's something I, I different. Just, I just know it's my old Kentucky home. Yeah. No, I like it. I didn't, you know. They can't, obviously, that, that is a cool, honestly, is one of the. It's one of the coolest things in sports. John Prine. Okay. Oh! Outstanding. No, I like it. it. It is one of the coolest things. I mean, honestly, it, like. Half of the jockeys are coming out of the chute from the paddock onto the track. Half of them are crying, you know, when they're on. I mean, it, it, and, you know, it, it's it's just, you think about it, this was the 147th Kentucky Derby. It's one of, you know, think of all the stuff we talk about now, but the sport of kings, this was like it. This was the thing for, I mean, for eons. And... I'm glad horse racing gets their their day in the sun, and it was not fifty one thousand fans. By the way, were there noise, people having fun? I mean, and the atmosphere over Treasure Island where I was on Saturday, and and the you know the ladies are all jazzed up, and they got the the dresses and, and the big hats. This one lady came up to me about is about the. Sixth race of the afternoon, about three hours to post. And, she, I mean, she's all gussied up. I mean, she's got the nice dress and the, the derby hat. She's holding a beer. And she comes up to me and says, yeah, what are you like in the derby? I'm like, okay, she got an early start. And I'm like, and I just said, whatever you do, bet it now. Because <laughs> I, I don't like your chances in three hours. <laughs> she was having fun. That's dangerous because you've always got a cigarette lighter handy. So that could have been bad. Oh, uh, you know, no. But the atmosphere, it was it really, it was a treat. It was a fun day. And um, see, for me and you, we're old guys. Chris isn't that old. He's a baby. Um, sports is so corporate now. Yeah. When you and I grew up, you would go to a baseball game and baseball players would sign balls or, you know, not that guys still don't, but it's not. And part of it is they're all leery of doing this because everybody's trying to make a buck. Sure. But the the purity of sports, I don't know why I'm waxing so, getting like a Socrates here. But, right, sports is a corporate thing and we bet and, and, and TV drives everything. And that's fine. But it's different. It when, is when different. You, when we were young, there was a purity to sports. And the Derby is one of those things where it, it, it's almost a throwback that it's like what sports is all about. And people people that, in fact, on the way to Treasure Island, I stopped at Suncoast, saw Mike Lewis. They've got a horse racing app, put a couple of potatoes in there. 
And at Treasure Island, they were offering track prices because there was been a contractual dispute here. So that was the place to bet, you know, so there wasn't a cap on it. And we, and got the Suncoast and the lines at quarter of 10 in the morning. And the race didn't go until just before 4 our time. The lines, every window, were six deep. And that's people walking up to make derby bets. People that don't ever bet horse racing bet the Kentucky Derby. Stevie Slapshot's the only guy in the world that just doesn't seem to you know, know that this event is happening. I know it's happening. But it, it really, it's a cool thing. And every year, I get my friends from around the country calling me, who do you like? And I take a big lighter to their money. And, you know, whatever, or... But everybody just jumps in. It's one of those things. Got to do it, you know. And, and the only analogy I can bring to it is we're hockey nuts. And hockey, in many respects, a lot of people are indifferent to hockey. It's a lot different out here now because the Golden Knights are here. But in the past, that was the case. But the U.S. played Canada in the Olympics. And we were doing a remote. We were down with Tony Miller at the Golden Nugget the one year. And it happened to be U.S. was playing Canada in the Olympics. I think it was in Vancouver. I think it was after that. And I'm telling you, in the concourse, people were like five, six deep in the concourse, outside restaurants and bars, peering in to watch the hockey game. Because they're what, they, they don't care about hockey. No, it's country it was They were rooting for America. Right. So sports has that, it still has that charm to it, but with the, I'm not saying just the betting and the, the dollars, the corporate nature of things. Mm -hmm. It's just markedly different. That's all. It's not, uh, you know, um, is it worse? I'd say maybe it's like anything. When, when you, the stuff you grew up is special to you, you know what I mean? Music, like the, the stuff Correct. we liked, our parents thought we were nuts. The stuff yeah. the kids like today, yeah. we think they're nuts. Correct. But the stuff that was special to us, and I think that's your formative years, right? When, yeah. when you, you wrap yeah. around something? Yes, yes, yes. Well, so the big thing to me, the, the big difference to me, is that the players don't play for the same teams their whole career anymore. That's and, a good and, one. And that's you a become, good one. You, you become attached to a player, you know, with your team. And, and, and that doesn't happen anymore. And it's, it's not necessarily for the worst because the owners took advantage of the players in those days. And now the players are, are, are getting theirs back, and I, and I don't have a problem with that, but, but it, it does feel different, Brian. In the second hour, Chuck Esposito is going to join us. And we're going to really dive into the NFL draft with Chuck. We'll do it a little bit in the next segment. But, but I'll save some of this for the second hour. But the players know the special moments, right? There was a special moment in Anaheim the other night. Ryan Miller's playing his last game at home. It was their last home game. He's retiring. 40 years. Speaking of the Olympics, yeah. Ryan Miller, an Olympic hero for the United States. And we saw it. Patrick Marlowe pass Gordie Howe's record, whatever that was. Was that three, four weeks ago? Yeah. Here in Vegas. And both teams, you know, recognized him. The game was over. They went up and shook his hand. Ryan Miller... Anaheim couldn't win a game to save their life here recently, but it's his last game, and Anaheim played it like it was the seventh game of the Stanley Cup final. And then the Kings, their bitter rivals, they all wanted to shake the guy's hand when it was all said and done. So 
the traditions of sport are cool. And, and even young players maybe embrace some of it. But I think that that's the thing. I love what you said. That the biggest difference is that guys don't necessarily start and finish a career with a team. I think that's a big one. But I think another thing is, and again, it's not a cultural thing. It's a generational thing. But as time has gone on, I've found like these younger kids, like, and think about it. Younger guys ready to play right out of the way, out of the gate in the NFL, all sports. I mean, high school kids, you come to the NBA. But I don't think the young players of today have a clue about the traditions and history of the sport they play. And I believe 25, 30, 40 years ago, anybody coming up was respectful of the stars of the game, knew the history of the game, and now, to me, they're all like, you know, I'm going to be a hockey player, I'm going to be a basketball player, and their whole thing is get out there and make as much money as you can to get out there, and I don't begrudge them that. Does that make sense? That I don't think the young players of not just today, let's say the last 15 to 20 years, have no clue or don't embrace the history of the sport they play. Yeah, I, I believe that's true. I, I think respect is a is a big deal in, in, in for the current generation in regards to the players make so much more money than the coaches that they play for now that the respect that they have for their coaches is completely different than the respect that the coaches held again when, when we were young and, and those guys were running those teams. Completely different now, Brian. And you talk about the business of sports. How about this one from Darren Ravel? Amazon is going to spend $1.2 billion a year on a Thursday night football rights package. Wow. Big balloons. Could be just a tax write-off for that guy. Well, it says... It works out to 0.2% of their expected 2021 <laughs> revenue. Oh, my God. Chump change. Yeah. All right, coming back. We'll talk about the NFL draft on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Glad to be with you, Sports Grid Radio Network Series 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today.
Ah, you know, I got one right. At the beginning of that song, the first thing I was, it was close to, they paved paradise and put up a parking lot. And then I said, that sounds like a Neil Diamond thing. And it is Kentucky Woman, Neil Diamond. My head was spinning. But I, I was more in the game there than I was on the last drop. Was it Judy Collins that did paved parking lot? Is it Joni Mitchell? Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. I believe. All right. I knew it was one of the two. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of Neil Diamond. I love his stuff. All right. So the NFL drafts in the cookie jar. The Raiders did it again, went way off the board. (laughs) But the quarterback thing all played out. You know, we briefly touched on it Friday after Thursday that the Trey Lance thing at three to the Niners. Was that too big a reach? I'm hearing that nah. now. That they, nah. I mean, they went there. They went there with him in mind. They weren't going to three and then making a decision. They knew who was going one two. They went to three. I think they had a pro day with them, and th- their mind was made up. They're saying, and honestly, okay, I kind of. Well, I guess we. Like the Mac Jones thing, I, we'll see what he turns into. But all along, I thought he he may fall on the Patriots' lap. But yeah. the, but the game, see, the game now is. Look at the guys that are successful in the game. Right? Yeah. Other than Brady. Other than Brady, who was the standard bearer, he's a pylon. Mm-hmm. But everybody, every other team that's made a move to respectability and to be contenders, well, Mahomes won it. They were there again last year. Lamar Jackson was an MVP. Allen was a runner-up. was an MVP. Aaron Rodgers is a mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. Maybe the most dangerous mobile quarterback in how he can throw on the run and never is not looking downfield. But it's the game, right? It's, it's You want a mobile guy. Look what the Bears did. They went up, albeit I do believe Fields is capable of being a pocket passer, but he's mobile. The, the other thing that, that, that we saw in the draft was guys who, oh, I don't want to say this, they're mobile but maybe not as mobile as some of the other guys, like, like Cleveland got some offensive linemen and really improved their defense. That, that's going to help Baker Mayfield out a lot. I, I sit down now with Baker Mayfield and tell him, do not turn over the football. If, if it's not there, throw it into the stands. Do not try and make a play that you know, is going to cause us problems. And then even Kansas City, they improved their offensive line uh, you know, to protect Mahomes. And, um, and, and the Chargers also improved their offensive line uh, to protect Herbert. And I think good moves by, by those clubs. I especially like what Cleveland did because they improved their defense too. Well, they improved their defense before the draft getting Clowney. Now, Clowney's best days may be behind him, but they went with Northwestern cornerback Greg Newsom. This one's kind of shocking that uh, it's a tough one to say. Jeremiah Osu-Koromoa. Well done linebacker from Notre Dame, there were a lot of people who had a first-round grade on this kid, and he dropped. They got him with a 
52nd pick. I, I just, I, I'm impressed with, with what they did. And again, I, I sit down, uh, is it uh, Stefanski is the head mm-hmm. coach? Okay. I sit, down, I sit down with my quarterback and I say, okay, bud, we, we got the tools now to go far. Well, don't turn the ball they've over. They've got improved tools. They still gave up a lot of points. They're not, they, but they, they won't. They've improved. I, I don't think they've turned into, you know, they haven't turned into the 85 Bears or the Steel Curtain or anything. I mean, they're better. They had to fix the defensive side, improve. I would, ju- I would just tell them that, that just don't turn over the ball. We, we'll, we'll, we'll get them, you know, well, we'll they, get them the next series. Well, the down. strength with Cleveland is they've got two monster running backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got a running game. Right. So, again, that's, that's, that's ball control here. You know, the crazy thing is, when you go back to last year, they were breathing in that game against the Chiefs. They were. And Mahomes got hurt, and there was a player too that was in doubt yes, deep into that game. Yes, it was. Oh, I, I, I can't wait to talk to our buddy Adam Burke, see how he feels about it. And, and Mark Lawrence. Who's from Cleveland? I, I just I, I really like what they did. Um, again, I like the Chargers improving the offensive line for Herbert and uh, in Kansas City. You, you don't want Mahomes getting nicked. He's your bread and butter. Protect him, man. If you're a Houston Texans fan, I mean, how bitter are you? I'm not, not the the Watson thing. Mm-hmm. First, Bill O'Brien goes and gives away every asset you ever had. And trades away Hopkins. Like, he guts the team. Like, what was he thinking? And then but how stupid were they to give him such complete control of that team to decimate said team and then get rid of them? And then on top of it, they're like, well, okay, we've got Watson that we can get a king's ransom for, and then this thing happens. So now they're sitting there in complete disarray. And the first pick they get in this year's draft is a third rounder. And they, you know, whatever, the, the kid David Mills, they get the quarterback from Stanford who was arguably the top second-tier quarterback. But you're sitting there going, what happened to our football team? I'm thinking the same thing. To, to the point of their head coach now is the guy they pulled out of the bus terminal. I don't know this guy. This guy looks like a guy off the street. I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah, looks are deceiving. I look at you. You do a great <laughs> job on the radio. I don't, you know, I don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, I do a great job. <laughs> but you took a bus here. We <laughs> <laughs> left the Porsche home. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's out there somewhere. I hit it today. How about Urban Meyer in Jacksonville? What do you make of all this? I mean, okay, he shows up. Offensively, they get Trevor Lawrence and Etienne. I mean, there's some stuff to work with here. And yeah. The first thing is the culture. He'll, he'll change the culture there. It's, it's, it's going to be his way or the highway. I, I don't know how that's going to go with professional athletes as opposed to college kids, but, that, but that's what he'll be looking to do. So he'll either get it done or this was going to be a, a big ball of fire. I will tell you this. If it happens... Watch out for Denver. And not just because of Aaron Rodgers. 
if that thing comes after June 1st, that that deal is a thing, look what they did in the draft. They, they went and got Sertain, right? They took mm-hmm. the top defensive player, arguably, in the draft. So they get the corner. They got one of my favorite players in the draft. They got Javante Williams. They got the running back from North Carolina. So now Lindsey's out of there. So you're going to have Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. You could do a lot worse. And if Rodgers shows up there, they just invested in a bunch of high draft picks at wide receiver. Judy is open all the time. The problem is he drops it all the time. I mean, if he can cure the case of the dropsies, to address the defense, get the running back, and you look at that division with Kansas City and where the Chargers are going with Herbert, the Raiders still strike me as this kind of 500 football team. I mean, are the Raiders in that quagmire of when you draft 15th to 20th, you just never get your head above water? I don't even know why Rodgers put them on his list. That To me, it's a mess. I, 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 think, I think Gruden's time has, has passed. I, I, don't, I don't like him as a head coach right now in the NFL. I, I, think, I think there are problems there, and I think it's going to take a long time to get it fixed. But could you mean, I mean this sincerely. If this, I don't think it's a smokescreen or I think there's genuine, I wouldn't say hate, but I mean, there's severe angst. This Green Bay thing has legs. I, you know, it's funny. If, if he goes to Denver, I'm just telling you in, instantly, you imagine Rodgers, Herbert, and Mahomes in the same division? That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Now, when you mentioned Judy, who's the guy for the Packers that was always open down the sidelines and would continually drop the ball? I forget the guy's name. How recently? Yes. I don't know how recently. It, recently. In fact, he may still be on the Packers the right now. Scantling kid had a case of the drops. That, maybe that was him. He was a guy that would get open down the sidelines constantly and would drop at least half of them. He'd be wide open in the end zone, and Rodgers would just look at the heavens. And I'm like, well, why do you want to go to Denver? Then? I know why he wants to go to Denver. Apparently, the fiancé has some kind of uh, links to Colorado, Denver, whatever. So that so that's why they got to listen. Imagine, because of because it's his fiance that the Broncos, uh, you know, have Rodgers as their quarterback. Well, that's not the first time that's happened. No, I'm just saying. Sometimes things fall in your lap. There, this has more to do than the fiance. Okay. This, is, this is Rodgers hates the GM. I know. I know. Well, you're kidding me. I've been give me something to work with. I, I mean, it's like their thinking is. Well, we got him. If we can get a great defense, we're going to win. Instead of him saying, give me more and we'll outscore everybody. Right. right. I, I, I understand what the arguments are there. I just, and, and again, Denver, I think, is a good choice for him as far as a football team. I don't get the Raiders at all. San Francisco would have been a good choice for him as far as a football team, in my opinion. Um, we'll see how this plays out. I I think the Green Bay is going to do everything they can to keep him. Now, again, like apparently he was unhappy last year, right? And was the MVP? Well, he was unhappy because they didn't do anything to help him. They drafted a guy who was going to replace him. I understand that, but if you're the Packers and you go, "Well, he was unhappy last year," was the MVP? 
He's still unhappy. Why would we get rid of him? He could be the MVP again. We, well, they don't want to get rid of him. I'm just saying. So I, I think they're going to do all they can to keep him. It, uh, now, well, you draw a line in the sand. The, qu- the question is, how serious is he is about this going? I ain't playing. So I'll sit out or I'll retire. I mean, how much money do they – got to be paying pretty good for the Allstate commercial. It's up to him. He, what, does he have one year left? Some, I, I, think he's, I think it's one year. All right, so, he, so to your point, he could sit out this year, reti- officially retire, and come back and play next year for, some, for whoever he wants, if he wants to go that route. To, we'll double check how many years he's got left. I don't know. I think it might be more than one. Is it? Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought it was. But that's the drama to watch for. We'll have a lot more. Check Esposito really had the deep dive on the draft. He's all drooling with his bears. It was an interesting weekend, the second and third rounds, even Saturday. You know, see some of these guys are going to get their shot to, to make a difference in the NFL. Coming back, Stevie's got the injuries for you on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Little Elvis take us to the top of the hour. Time for the injury report. It is always brought to you by our friends at Uzu CBD Plus. Y-U-Z-U. Uzu CBD Plus.com. You got pain, joint pain, manage it the all-natural way. Delicious chocolates, the gummies, the lotions. Use the promo code BLESSING. 10% off your first order. Free shipping orders of $100 or more. What you've been aching for. Uzu CBD Plus.com. What do you got? By the way, Kentucky Rain, written by Eddie Rabbit. We'll start in the NHL, Brian. Very good. We'll start in the NHL for Dallas. Tyler Sagan, who has not yet played a game this regular season because he is recovering from hip surgery. No! 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 Start that, talking. They, that thing, that actually, isn't going to stop. That's what he actually went through. I don't think he makes it tonight, but he's <laughs> questionable tonight against the uh, Florida Panthers. Uh, for the Washington Capitals, Alex Ovechkin oh, and John Carlson <laughs> both have lower body injuries. Both took the morning skate, and both are game-time decisions tonight against the uh, New York Rangers. They both have lower body injuries. And for Montreal, Weber, Tatar, Price, and Byron. Please get help. In Major League Baseball for the Los Angeles Angels, Shohei Otani hit the elbow uh, yesterday as a DH. He will pitch 
tonight against Tampa. And for the Philadelphia Phillies, Bryce Harper with a wrist injury. Had one or two at-bats last night that didn't look so good. I would check and make sure he's in the lineup today against the Brewers. In the NBA for Indiana, Malcolm Brogdon with a hamstring injury. Questionable tonight against Washington. And for the Lakers, LeBron James, the ankle is bothering him again. Left last night's game out tonight versus Denver. Is it me or these injuries sound more painful? They are sounding painful. Put some muzu on that, boys. Ouch. Hour number two, Chuck Esposito is going to be our guest. Sports Grid Radio Network, Series 204. Stick around. Back to Vegas in a moment. Ah! 